When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When my phone rang, she found someone new. Steeler fans, it is time for another edition of the Know Your Enemy podcast. My name is Michael Beck, your deputy editor from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and I'm joined with by the film guru himself, one Mr. Jeffrey Benedict. Jeffrey, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing great. Doing great, Michael. Beautiful stuff. Now, of course, uh, you and I are going to kind of get into, uh, of course, the Steelers' final preseason game that will be played on Friday night, but... Kind of the big news of the week, uh, really the last uh, couple hours here, uh, is one Mr. Antoine Brooks being released due to uh, an injury. Are you surprised by that? Like, considering how good he's had of an offseason, it sounded like he he was ready to step up to be that kind of uh, nickel-type player. Uh, It seemed like he was trending in the right direction. He was just a draft pick from 2020. And all of a sudden, he's just gone. Is this surprising to you, or what are your overall thoughts on uh, on this move? I think it's a it's it's kind of a shock to what we expected to see on the roster, uh, but I think I, I think it's likely he'll clear waivers and we'll see then if the Steelers decide to keep him uh, or or just release him. Like that would be the surprise if they release him with an injury settlement. I'd be more surprised if he's on IR. That makes sense, uh, but that really really affects the nickel corner position because he was kind of favored for that. And then you saw Arthur Millette, who was trying to kind of fit into the team and try and find his, his way. He seemed to be doing better, and then he's also hurt. So you've got, you know, this guy who's trying to – who needs time to get into the Steelers' system is, is missing time. 
and the guy who was at the front runner for the job is out. And now we're talking about, you know, James Pierre uh, coming in in nickel and playing outside and Cameron Sutton being the nickel back. But there's multiple problems with that. But one of the biggest ones is who's behind that? Like, who's your next guy in? The Steelers don't have anyone who plays inside left. Like, who's after that is you got, like, Justin Lane and then the bottom of the depth chart guys. Well, Justin Lane's an outside corner. He doesn't play in the slot. When they played him in dime last last year, he played outside and slid someone else in. And both Cameron Sutton and Steven Nelson could slide inside. You're moving Joe Hayden inside. If you've got Joe Hayden, James Pierre, and Justin Lane on the field, you've got three outside cornerbacks. Who's playing where? Like that's 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 the thing to me is behind Cameron Sutton. Who who is it? Who's who's your number? You know who's your number four? cornerback behind Cameron Sutton, James Pierre, and of course, Joe Hayden. I just, this to me is like a serious depth issue right now. Mm. Now, one of the stories that ran behind the steel curtain today uh, was talking about Trey Norwood and how he uh, could be uh, looking at some reps there. Is that a band-aid that you think uh, makes sense or should this team uh, be on the market trying to find uh, some suitable replacements or at least some depth at that uh, inside corner spot? I, I have been wanting to see Trey Norwood get snaps in dime. And they haven't done it. He hasn't had any. He's been playing backup free safety. He just he comes in when Minka's out. That's it. Uh, which I get. He is Minka's backup. You know that makes sense. But now, yeah, you're you're kind of throwing him in not just in dime but in nickel, right? We don't. It's not even like a question of who we have for dime. We don't have. We don't even know who our nickel back is right now. This is. It's a it's a bad spot to be in, and I really do think the Steelers need to go out and add somebody when, when cuts start getting made, when the serious cuts happen, Steelers are going to have to seriously consider going and getting somebody because they don't, they don't have much. Yeah. And speaking of cuts, uh, there's one last kind of rodeo for these guys to make an impression on the team. Of course, uh, the roster is now down to 80 players. 10 players have already gotten the ax, but they got to get down to 53 before uh, putting together a little practice squad for themselves of 16 players. I do believe, but, course friday night pittsburgh steelers taking on the carolina panthers in your opinion who needs to perform the most or uh or else will they be uh, facing eviction from the steelers locker room well a slightly bigger obviously all the guys at the bottom of the roster like your shakur yeah. browns rico bussy mark gilbert these guys they obviously have to show up and do something uh but for slightly bigger names than that benny snell's a big one like he's got one game and in my opinion, watching watching the preseason so far, like let me ask you this one: Do the Steelers have a fourth running back right now? Because I don't got, think they carry one. Yeah, Najee Harris is number one clearly, and then you've got McFarland and uh, Belage. You would you keep anyone else you've seen run? No. Like, yeah, they're no. none of them are worth keeping. We normally carry four backs. So there's not even like a fourth running back right now. So yeah, Benny Snell. Benny Snell's playing for his life right now. Like that's that's this is for his not just Steelers, but if he can put on a good show here, maybe someone else takes a flyer on him. Because I don't think he's gonna make it. I don't think Jalen Samuels is gonna make it. Like, yeah, no, it, it's the end of the line for for those guys. In all honesty, like this game for as important it is for making their own roster a, a deep team like the Steelers. Their cuts, 
need to be showing off for other teams. And, and that's something that I got to keep in mind. Sure, they could line up on the Steelers practice squad, but playing on a team that has a little bit of depth, if uh, things go sideways, you could uh, make your way onto another roster after uh, cuts are done. So that, that could be uh, exactly what happens with one Benny Snell. To, to kind of bring things to another position, it's something we talked about a little bit. Uh, Brooke Pryor of ESPN uh, today was talking about how Eric Ebron isn't a cut candidate, but uh, because of the development of Pat Fryermuth, there's, uh, well, all this, according to her, there could be the potential that he could be on the trade market because the Steelers are so high on the rookie tight end. Do, do you think the Steelers could uh, be looking at making a, an extra move there? I believe you're on Twitter today also talking about this, but uh, what are your thoughts on the on the, the tight end position and whether or not uh, the Steelers should be uh, looking at deals for uh, one Mr. Eric Ebron? Okay, well, I've talked about H-backs before, right? The, the H-back position in Matt Canada's offense can be – any number of players from an actual position, right? It can be your number two tight end. It can be your fullback. It can it can be a running back playing out like a fullback, kind of like, or like a tight end. Basically, that flex position there is, is really an H-back because they take on all kinds of weird roles. There's different routes, stuff like that. Ebron and Pat Fryermost have both been spending times in that H-back role and as an inline tight end, which are very different positions in Matt Canada's offense. I honestly think for this offense to work well, you want both of those tight ends. I think you want Eric Ebron. I think you want Pat Fryermuth both. And they'll probably keep a Zach Gentry to be like the more in line. If you want a blocking tight end to be in line, he's your dude. You bring in for that. But honestly, for me, I think the Steelers need both these guys. They're like, if Pat Fryermuth ends up being you know, eventually in the class of a Heath Miller, as far as overall talent, I think he's going to be a more dynamic receiver. I don't know if he'll, if he'll reach the overall level of Heath Miller. Uh, but Eric Ebron and Pat Fryermuth could already be the best two deep tight end room the Steelers have had. Right. They like, like who's your competition there? Heath Miller didn't have anybody behind him. It was always Matt space. They were, I mean, great blockers. But Matt Spades wasn't a receiving threat. Uh, it'd be like, it, it might be, it'd be like if you had, if Ladarius Green, uh, when he came and was healthy for a bit and actually looked good, if he had been playing with Heath Miller, that that's like what we're kind of looking at here. You you keep that. You keep that. We saw in 2018 when Jesse James and Vance McDonald both put up good numbers for the Steelers at tight end. Let's, I mean, you could do that again. Like, we don't have to play three receivers every snap. Yeah, it's funny that, that you mentioned that, because I did write that story a couple weeks ago that this could be the best tight end room the Steelers have ever featured. Not that that's a hard thing to accomplish. And people were still like, oh, no way. Uh, look at Heath Miller and Matt Spade. Matt Spade was basically a tackle that sometimes yeah. run a route at, like, a 5-5-40. So, like, like, maybe pump the brakes on that one. But, like, yeah, Heath Miller's the greatest tight end in franchise history, period. Who's number two? There, there's a couple guys that have had a, a decent good yeah. season here and there, but I digress. It, this is a special spot, I, I think, uh, for this team. Uh, and like you said, I, I think they need to hold on to both guys. Uh, getting into well, this matchup, though. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jeffrey. Go ahead. To, to add a little bit more to that, Eric Ebron needed less snaps last season. He yeah. needed to play less last season. Pat Fryermuth, you don't want him playing you know, every single snap. No, rotate these guys. 
tight ends wear down. They're big dudes that are getting hit in their knees. Like they wear down. Let give them a little break, play them a little less. Fresh legs, man. Yeah, absolutely. So for this game coming up too, we, we've already heard some news that a number of the starters, and like I think it's pretty safe to assume that all the starters won't be playing this preseason finale against the Carolina Panthers. We know Dwayne Haskins is a start and Josh Dobbs is backing him up. And that's it for quarterbacks. Now, we should probably dive into this a little bit. Can we read anything into this with those those two guys starting? Is Mason Rudolph the definitive number two guy? Is there a competition for that third spot? Could either of these guys be on the chopping block? Uh, what are your thoughts here with this, uh, with this quarterback uh, rotation for Friday's game? Well, it hasn't been a quarterback, a real quarterback competition yet. It's one of those categories where, like, we're not handing the job to Mason Rudolph, but unless he stinks and Dwayne Haskins is, like, amazing, Rudolph's going to be the number two. And they've been close enough. Like, it's, it really hasn't been that big a deal. The Steelers clearly don't want to push Haskins into a, like, make-or-break season here. They want to give him time to really learn Matt Canada's offense. They want to give him time to develop on this team and be that guy possibly next season who can, you know, kick a kick a Mason Rudolph off the roster maybe. Josh Dobbs and and Dwayne Haskins, these are your these are your guys that are Dwayne Haskins is developing and Josh Dobbs is auditioning, right? For for a spot anywhere in the NFL. Like they they love Josh, but he's not he's not going to be here. We're not carrying four type four quarterbacks. So for me, I, I think Haskins clearly is the number three. I think Rudolph's clearly the number two. Ben's obviously number one. Uh, unless unless Dwayne Haskins comes out and is just like starts absolutely tearing up the Carolina Panthers starting offense with with a starting defense uh, with our second stringers, and it's like a one man show type deal. There, it's it's just he's number three. The Steelers never wanted a quarterback competition. It's not this year. That's going to come next year. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree with that. And it'll be interesting to see uh, if the Steelers still have Ben Roethlisberger from a year from now, if they draft someone else. But that is a story for another time. For the quarterbacks this year, is there any way, we know the relationship Ben has with Dobbs, is there any way if he's the definitive fourth guy, they could sneak him in as a veteran uh, practice squad player just to uh, have uh, Ben's buddy and kind of a sideline go-to guy there with him? I don't. I don't think they do that. Like, I don't think they've ever carried four quarterbacks like that. I'm trying to think of. I can't think of any time where they've done that. Normally, like, uh, wasn't it? Even when it was uh, when in 2019, when Devlin Hodges ended up playing, it was Ben Roethlisberger and Mason Rudolph on the roster, and Hodges on the practice squad. Like, if they're going to carry Dwayne Haskins on the active roster and just you know have him on the actual on the 53 man roster. I just have him inactive every week. They're not going to carry a practice squad quarterback. I don't think they do that. Uh, I think Josh Dobbs is – he's playing to go somewhere else. Oh, man. Could the Steelers uh, fleece another draft pick out of Josh Dobbs? Like, what, they got a fifth for him out of Jacksonville? Could they trade him back there, get another fifth? Is that an option? Maybe get, yeah, maybe get – you know, that'd be great if someone was desperate and traded for Josh Dobbs. It'd be fantastic that Josh Dobbs – actually well like went out there and just straight out was incredible this game and someone offered him a pick that would be great uh but i doubt it teams have seen that he's not 
really that guy, right? Yeah, I, honestly, I, I think he's just like a, a a good room guy that you hope never has to play. But we saw in packages uh, mixed with Mason Rudolph that the Steelers were able to use his legs a little bit last year. So I, I think there is a way uh, for him to fit on the right roster. If Dwayne Haskins wasn't here, I, I think Dobbs is back once again. And if Rudolph were to play a game, I, I think Josh Dobbs would be right back in that uh in that kind of uh, running quarterback sub package type set. So I think there will be a job for him. Probably not ending up in Pittsburgh. However, now we also did learn that uh, the Carolina Panthers intend of starting everyone when it comes to uh, this week's uh, game against the Steelers. Is that something that worries you? Or is that something that's like, okay, now we can kind of see, what we really have in our backups because they're going up against a team's number, an NFL team's number ones. Is this something that uh, should be able to help the guys that are viewed more as backups or is this something that you might be uh, worried about? I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Uh, Cause I like a lot. There's a lot of play. There's a, there's a lot of players on, on Carolina that I actually liked players that I've wanted in the draft or really liked uh, through in college. Uh, one of them is, I mean, from Penn state, Yaturmo Gross Matos. Uh, he's going to be on that defensive line. Like that's, I just, I, I'd love to see them put Dan Moore on his side. Like, let's see Dan Moore versus your Turgos Matos because that kid, that guy's good. Uh, I'd love to see that. Um, so that's kind, of, that's kind of where I stand. Is like, let, let, I want to see some of these matchups. I want to see this, some of the guys who are competing. I'm interested to see uh, what receivers will actually play because they're not going to sit all four, you know, wide receivers that got significant play time last year. So we'll see. We'll see who actually plays from the wide receivers, and we'll see how they do. Uh, I'm very, I'm very interested to see how it, how it all works out. I want to see if they can, you know, get some run lanes open for, for I guess it'll be McFarland or Balazs, whoever plays uh, first. But I, I am interested. I'm also interested in the defense, seeing how some of these younger guys do face in tougher competition. Uh, I, I think there's some real important matchups to watch some roster battles on our defense that may get decided against, you know, the Carolina starters guys like, you know, what defensive linemen are we keeping? What defensive linemen are we letting go? You've got the Quincy Roche, Jameer Jones. Like, are you keep both of them? Do you keep one? I mean, I'm very, I'm very interested seeing Buddy Johnson play, you know, against, against good competition. Finally, uh, after he's been kind of relegated to the back of the line and didn't even play, on defense against the lions. So there are, there are some things I'm interested in seeing. And I think, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> I think there's a lot of benefit for these guys having the chance to put on film them playing against NFL starters. I think that's going to be a, a great benefit to them, especially if they do well. I got my camera. To work. Okay. <laughs> um, well, we'll get back into this game in a second, but since you mentioned Dan Moore jr. And we'll get into some more kind of, uh, uh, competitions uh, for roles later on in the show, but uh, I really want to get to Dan Moore now. Do you think he has played himself into that swing tackle spot? He's played both sides. He's been very successful. He's had the most uh, pass rushing uh, uh, plays, snaps throughout the entire preseason, and he's allowed zero sacks, I believe zero pressure. So he's had a like, fantastic camp and preseason. Has he won that swing tackle job, in your opinion? I think he has. Uh, Joe Hegg hasn't looked that good. And uh, 
Dan Dan has Dan Moore Jr. has looked really really good. I mean, if you, and also it's funny because if you look at the PFF grades, you look at these numbers. This is what Kevin Dotson did to start the season. This is what Kevin Dotson was doing early in 2020, and so I, I think yeah, I think Dan Moore Jr. has has earned that swing tackle spot and is pushing pushing Chakuma Korafor. Like he he is not in competition with him yet, but he's giving him a push. Now, this is a question that's been asked on a lot of shows. Jeff Hartman asked it to me and uh, Dave Schofield and Brian Anthony Davis. So I'll ask it to you, too, because I think it's relevant in this conversation. Is the Steelers' current offensive line, uh, the one that is projected to start week one, a core for uh, Dotson, Kevin, Kendrick Green, Turner, Banner, is that going to be the same starting five at the end of the year if they're all healthy? That's right. Um, it's a really I'm, tough question. I'm gonna go yes. Hmm. I I think that would be best. I think barring injury, Dan Moore Jr. is going to be treated exactly like Kevin Dotson was. Right? You're you're the next man up, and he's going to be that guy. He's going to be the next man up. We're going to see him as a sixth offensive lineman. Albeit, I don't think as much as we use as we've used it in the past because. Uh, Zach Gentry's been a heck of a blocker. I think I think they're going to use him as the you know tight end who can block. But uh, yeah, he'll get in. He'll get in the minute anyone gets hurt. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I think they're going to do the same to him that they did to uh, Dotson. Is he the starting left tackle next year? A core force deals up. He's trending. He's, he's trending upward fast. Hmm. He's starting somewhere on that line. Like like it's left or right. He's on it. He's going to be starting. And I think I think Banner still signed. He, he signed two years, season. I believe. Yeah. Uh, in the and also, sneaky thing, Banners looked really good. Like, he hasn't played much, but when he did, he looked really good. He looked better than he snaps. did last season when he looked good. So, uh, Banner, Banner's looking good. Interesting. Uh, it'll be fun to follow this, especially with how many people have said the Steelers' offensive line is this, it's that, it's, it's terrible, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, it seems like they got some dudes. So that's uh, that's a little on the exciting side. But again, for this Friday's game, is there any Panthers players that you're kind of really excited to see? Like, I know you talked about Gross Matos. Is there anyone else that kind of jumps out to you that's like, oh, yeah, like uh, I really want to see this guy uh, do his thing? And maybe someone you hoped uh, would have been a stealer in the draft or anything along those lines. So uh, what do you think on uh, Carolina Panthers? Well, some of the guys that we looked at, even in our uh, even in our previews of the before the draft, uh, Chuba Hubbard. I'm interested to see him. I liked I liked him in college. Uh, I like I'm, I'm interested to see what he brings. Uh, Tommy Tremble was a player I really thought, uh, and KT Smith, another another guy uh, in our site, he was big on Tommy Tremble and how he would fit well in you know Matt Canada's offense. Obviously, we went and got Pat Fryermuth, who is like a higher, you know, pedigree version uh, of those guys and a better receiver. But uh, he was a guy I was very interested in. He was one of the guys I wanted. He went to he went to Carolina. Um, gosh, trying to think of who else. There's a couple other players on there that I that I really like. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see a lot of them. Oh, the the quarterback situation too with Will Greer. And PJ Walker, the kid that was in the the XFL, 
I'm interested. I, I like seeing I like seeing those depth guys that are playmakers, and I like seeing how they test the defensive players. And it, it should be interesting because those are mobile guys, right? So if if they get to play against some of the Steelers who are trying to make this roster, especially in our pass rush, like when uh, you get like Quincy Roche and Jameer Jones chasing around Will Greer and uh, PJ Walker, that'd be fun. Now, if the Panthers are starting their starters for, say, a half of football, is there any hope that the Steelers win this game? It's the preseason, after all. Is this is this maybe a good juju to not have an undefeated uh, preseason uh, about to be uh, shattered? Or could our, could our backups uh, really take a, a full-blown NFL squad? See, I actually think there is a little bit of benefit in the Steelers' favor here simply with the uh, approach to the game. Because a lot of the players starting, this is your last chance to win a job, right? The the guys that the Steelers are going to be starting are, are guys who are competing. They are guys who are competing for time, competing for snaps, competing for a place on the roster. And on Carolina's side, you're going to have a lot of players uh, who, who are just, especially like Sam Darnold, like he just wants to get out of there unhurt. Right. That's all you want to do in the preseason. Get your time in and get out of there. Right. He's going to be trying to play it safe and the Steelers are going to be trying to rip people's heads off. So I think I think there's a chance the Steelers uh, do well early on uh, simply because they have that motivation and they have the, you know, the the gumption factor. they're, They're going to probably want it a bit more. Now, are you glad the Steelers aren't uh, playing Ben Roethlisberger in this game? Do you think he's a guy that needs to play a little bit closer to the season? Uh, He looked great last week. He looked absolutely unbelievable. If if you get four quarters of that out of Ben, you're going to be blowing out teams each and every week. But uh, are you disappointed at all? Is there there worry there could be some rust when they take on the Buffalo Bills? No, I'm not worried about it. I'm not. He is – the way he looked – was fantastic. Uh, I, I'm more in the category of, well, you know, slow it down, Ben. Like, save midseason form for the midseason. You know, that kind of a thing. It's a 17-game season now. We'd like to play three games after that. You know, don't don't be in midseason form week one. So I'm perfectly fine with him setting and just not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense. There's two sides to that coin, and uh, – Having a 39-year-old quarterback in a very long season, there's nothing wrong with having him uh, as rested as possible for old, slim Ben Roethlisberger, uh, what, his 18th professional football season. So that'll be a lot of fun to uh, watch that. And, uh, of course, this week's game, uh, the final game of the preseason, is there any uh, major storylines from the Steelers since that uh, – you're most keen on watching in this game. Is there any position battle that's the most important that uh, if you wanted to watch one specific player or one specific spot, that's the one that Steeler fans need to be watching because it could be a job uh, online. It, it could be a starting job on the line. If, th- if there's one that jumps out to you, could you, could you let the people know? Yeah. Uh, anything with cornerbacks, those defensive backs. Uh, the Again, as we say, the nickel situation is kind of a, a mess right now. Uh, obviously they have the plan for Pierre and Sutton in the slot. Um, if I can go off, if I go off your question really quick, I don't like Cameron Sutton in the slot in the nickel. I don't like that because that is, that has a lot of run responsibility. It has a lot of blitzing to do. And Cameron Sutton doesn't do that. He is a coverage specialist, right? That was his job when he came in and died he was a coverage specialist. So he doesn't fit what we were having Mike Hilton do in the nickel at all. He doesn't really fit. That's a very different player. 
Um, so for me, if you're playing a team like the Ravens, like last year when we played the Ravens and Cameron Sutton was our nickel, we actually swapped him to safety and moved Terrell Edmonds into nickel into the into the cornerback in the slot. That didn't work well because you lost a lot of your communication that, that Minka Fitzpatrick and Terrell Edmonds have, and they missed some switches. Like some switches needed to be made, and they didn't. We had gave him a touchdown where Miles Boykin was being covered by Vince Williams and man with like no help. And you can see right before the snap, Terrell Edmonds is like like motioning, but he's in the he's in the slot. He's not a safety, and the other guys aren't even looking at him. Like he's not back there where he can really talk to him and touchdown. Uh, they ended up like the Steelers in the second half of that game played their three, four set and used Bud Dupree was basically their, their nickel back because the, the Ravens were just running straight at Cameron Sutton if he was in there. So I don't like that. And the fact that they're, you, that's why they were kind of looking and saying, Hey, we can do a rotation. Cause if we're playing a team that runs a lot out of three ride receiver sets, we can play an Anthony, you know, an, uh, Antoine Brooks Jr. We can play him against those teams, right? So that's a big position to watch. See if any of these guys can make this roster by saying, hey, I can be that guy. You didn't give me a chance, but if you need me, I can be that guy uh, and, and kind of be the other option or, or or be a guy that can tide him over until Millette is back and ready to play. That That's a big position to watch. Watch everything at that nickel position, especially, you know, close to the line of scrimmage, any run plays, anything like that. Um, excuse me. The other one would be – I had another one. <laughs> I had another one. Uh, I think running back's important to watch too. I think running back's important to watch too because I don't think Ballage or uh, – what's his name? Snell, Samuels, oh, McFarland. McFarland and Ballage, I don't think they've really pulled too much apart from each other, right? So I'm interested to see that. It's interesting to see if Benny Snell can can do something and make something of this. Uh, I also think there's some players that that have a chance to make the roster or not this this game. Guys like uh, Zach Gentry, Kevin Rader, uh, Trey Edmonds. You know, there's a lot of players out there trying to make a roster here. They could miss or hit here based on this game. Yeah, no, you're 100% on the money on that one. And in this game specifically, like we talked about, the Steelers are going to be playing a ton of backups. Uh, the Panthers, who knows how long their starters will play, but they are planning on, on playing their guys. Why should Steelers fans be tuning into this one? Even, even a casual Steelers fan that oh, might be thinking to themselves, oh, Ben's not playing, uh, TJ's not playing, Mick is not playing. Eh, what's, the, what's the point of watching? It's the fourth preseason game. What are some reasons to actually be invested in uh, watching the Steelers play this week against the Carolina Panthers? Well, the the first one's Dan Moore Jr. Come watch him play. Uh, watch, watch some of the other young guys that are trying. Buddy Johnson, what do we have in that kid? He has looked very promising, but not polished, right? He's not really NFL ready right now, but he has shown a lot of promise. Uh, come come watch that kid play. Like these 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 guys, those are a couple of players that are the future, right? They are significant for the future. Uh, you're going to get to see. Trey Norwood, you know, play in the play in the slot, play in the nickel sub. Uh, so, so there's some places there that that you're going to be watching the future of this team. It's also going to be interesting to see who plays on wide receiver and how they do. See if James Washington can come out and just really look good with Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins hasn't thrown to any of our top receivers like much at all. 
we're not going to go out there with none of those guys. He might, he might even get two of them to throw to for a little bit. Uh, so I'm very interested to see that, uh, how he throws to those guys. And that, that's another big one is Dwayne Haskins. You're, you're looking at guys who may be very key to the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers next year and beyond in, in Dwayne Haskins, Buddy Johnson, even a guy like Trey Norwood, uh, Dan Moore Jr. These guys are going to be important parts in the future. Absolutely. Now we are at the halfway point of our show. We're going to transition to the second part. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube or Facebook, just hang tight. We will be back for the second half of Know Your Enemy in just a moment. If you're listening on your podcast platform, click over to part two. We'll be back with Know Your Enemy in just a moment. So click over or hang tight if you're on YouTube or Facebook. When my phone rings, you found someone new. It's no surprise how life can be. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.